Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, hmm. happy Father's Day to you every day. Every Thanks, day, man. Jordan. Even Father's Day? <laughs> Even Father's Day. We're recording this on Father's Day, but of mm-hmm. course, our audience won't be hearing it on Father's Day. But, you know, as that guy who was walking the opposite direction from me at Kaiser once said, happy Father's Day to you every day, Jordan. Thank you. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a father. Got to get a son, of course. Um, as Jordan, our longtime listeners know, got to get a son. Do you not have a son? No, <laughs> I got to get one. Oh, I have one. Yeah, no, I, uh, I know. You're always waving that sun in my face, making me feel like a real dick. Yeah. Look I at do. my son. Look at my son. <laughs> I, do send him, I do send him to your bungalow to knock on the door. And then yeah, when you open, why do you do he that? just goes, he just flips you, you a double bird and laughs in your fucking face because you haven't been able I'm to create I'm not your life. son. I'm your friend's son, he says. <laughs> <laughs> I got two. My children really came through for me this year at Father's yeah. Day. Let's hear about it. I have three children. Frankie, the youngest, did nothing. Well, at one point, she said she was going to kill me. Oh, well, that's a beautiful gift. It was really thoughtful. In its own way, the sweet release of death. Yeah. You don't have to endure the pain of living anymore. I took Gracie, my 10-year-old, to the flea market mm-hmm. um, down there in Long Beach. Gorgeous flea market there, right by yeah. Long Beach City College Veterans Memorial Stadium. By the way, Long Beach City College Veterans Memorial Stadium, I think that place seats 10,000. Who is going to see a, a junior college track meet that they have a 10,000-seat stadium? Jesse, I want to hear more about this stadium. Just wanted to let you know a little bit about what's going on in the room here. My cat found her catnip banana, which she had lost, but she found it, and now she's going nanner crazy. <laughs> so i mean i'm interested in this uh stadium or whatever it is you're talking about but i do need to at least check out the uh nanner crazy that's going on in the room no that's all i got on on the stadium i just am wondering who's going to see juco lacrosse what ten thousand long beachians are going to see juco lacrosse you know what would be cool to see um in a stadium what's that cat going nanner crazy Well, it's a banana filled with catnip, and when she gets a hold of it, junior college is non-scholarship. I think you'd want to at least send the cat to uh, Bug. Could get into a Division two, don't you think? Uh, No, she (laughs) rolled her ankle. (laughs) The medicals are coming back negative. Okay, so I took Grace. Yeah, I took Grace to the flea market. Beautiful. And my wife Teresa, who loves me very much. She gave Grace $20 to choose something for me. Love this. Which I thought was really sweet of Teresa. And I was really looking forward to what Grace chose. Brian, fade up, catch in the cradle. <laughs> uh, Jordan, you want to know that what, song? You want to know what Grace cat- chose? Anyway. What? Nothing. She gave the $20 back to my wife after. <laughs> what is that? She like, didn't see anything. What is that? So what would you have what would you have wanted ideally? Probably like some European porno mags, like Swedish stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's what I've heard yeah, is yeah. the good stuff. Sure. They don't shave over there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know what I shaving know. is, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all day long, my son, Oscar, age eight, is bragging to me that he got me something really special. He like teased it like he was going to go get it at breakfast, but then he didn't get it. Went to the flea market, came home. Then we're finally having this nice family Father's Day dinner. Right. And Oscar says, can I go get my present for you, Dad? And I said, of course, Oscar. And I was so excited to have something, you know, like a picture he drew or something like that. Or maybe he teamed up with with Teresa and, and got me, uh, you know, something fun for the whole family, a new video game or something like that. And uh, he, he came downstairs. He had his hands behind his back. And uh, he said, are you ready, Dad? And I said, yeah. And uh, he took out a can of refried beans and said, it's beans. <laughs> oh, that's really beautiful. Thank you. That's really beautiful. The musical fruit? Yeah. They were vegetarian beans. They were Whole Foods 365 brand. Oh, nice. That's that's great if you're you know on a budget. Yeah. Value beans. That's really beautiful. I thought, here's where I, I don't, and again, I don't, I don't know kind of your kids and their humor level that well. I thought we were going to turd in a box. <laughs> I don't know why. That's the gift my elderly dog gave me this morning. <laughs> it's a poop on the kitchen floor. Beautiful. Anyway, happy Father's Day to you every day, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. Got to get a son. I got you a can of kidney beans. Those are nice in a oh, salad. Oh, kidneys. Yeah, oh, that's nice really nice. Salad. Do you Those ever put a garbanzo nice in, in a salad? I don't love a garbanzo. Really? Yeah, I don't love a garbanzo. Not my I favorite bean. I don't think bean. my wife likes garbanzos. I think she's too nice to tell me. Oh, yeah. You found it. You find like a napkin full of garbanzos uh, under her chair at the end of every meal? Yeah. And I'm here thinking that I'm adding protein to the salad, vegetarian protein to the salad. And I just find in the bowl, there's these, there's these sad little chickpeas. All left over, looking up at me like, Daddy, what's wrong with us? You thought about separating the garbanzos, kind of having them separate, then you can add the garbanzos that you want, and then people who don't like them. Realistically, how am I, a single human being, going to eat an entire can of garbanzo beans if my wife doesn't help me? If my wife doesn't eat any of the garbanzos, I'm eating a quarter of a can of these delicious, nutritious chickpeas, even if I roast the rest with a tasty spice, they're not all going to get eaten. Jesse, um, sack it up. <laughs> Fucking sack it up and finish the beans, man. Yeah, you, you, you want to roast them with Jordan, the, I don't know. This isn't Fuck, another one up, of your men's rights issues. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Eat the beans. Make sure Bayonetta's costume is always sexy. Make the Star Wars sequels not canon anymore. <laughs> Our guest on the program. We'll find out what she thinks about Sorry, delicious. I didn't mean to get up on my turd box there. <laughs> Our guest on the program is a, well, a beloved favorite here at, at Jordan Jesse Go. She is, of course, a political satire celebrity. Oh, no. I would say she's like, uh, I mean, she's she doesn't quite have her own report, but pretty soon she'll be <laughs> Borowitz level. Jesse, people are going to think we have Doonesbury on the show. <laughs> Doonesbury from the cartoon strip Doonesbury? We don't. We've tried oh to get God. Doonesbury. The only, they keep offering us that asterisk that talks. <laughs> 
That's right. all I remember about Doonesbury. Maybe that was George W. Bush. I don't remember. It was. Yeah. It had a cowboy hat. It had a cowboy hat, so it had to be. Blair, uh, she's also a writer for the Jimmy Kimmel program, Blair Erskine. Hi, Blair. Hello. Nice to talk Hello. to you. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Okay. Am I right? <laughs> roll, roll tape on chickpeas. <laughs> I, um, beans. Mm-hmm. Man, what, what to say? Do you have a top bean? So my husband's on a bean kick right now, and I did text him, and I said, give me some bean knowledge I can use to impress. And he said, Rancho Gordo is your favorite fresh bean brand, which is hard to say. This is a bean brand, Jordan. Are you familiar with Rancho Gordo? No, I don't think I've had any Gordos. Tell me all about them. Yeah, Kevin Ferguson, the producer of Bullseye, he's on the Rancho Gordo. (laughs) Rancho Gordo is a VIP bean brand. This is a, a velvet rope bean subscription service with a waiting list. Is that true? That's 100% real. I'm going to have to text my husband about that. Wait, Blair, do you have these beans? Apparently, I've been eating these beans and I uh, wasn't informed of this. Um, I'm legalzoom.com rolling up divorce papers. Let's see. <laughs> rolling up subscri- divorce Rolling papers. up divorce papers. People say it. That's how I blaze my trees. <laughs> mm-hmm. subscription? Two beans? Oh, you know what he says, but um, that's news to me. Yeah, I probably, I mean, Blair, you might not know this, but I think probably you got to the front of the line because of Mr. Jimmy Kimmel. You think so? Jimmy Kimmel's got the bean, got bean power. He had his personal assistant call Rancho Gordo. Get me Gordo, he said. <laughs> that's how he talks. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can imagine him saying that. They made it happen. Yeah, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can get these beans if this is a VIP situation. Listen, if they wouldn't let me on to Raya, they're not giving me these beans, all right? <laughs> they, they didn't let you on to Raya? Listen, it's a whole, we don't have to get into it. It's a whole thing. Raya is a celebrity dating app? For like entertainment professionals, yeah. For people at showbiz, you would say, right? Yeah. So non-show business celebrities can't get onto it? I don't know. I have not I, I admittedly my attempts to get on Raya was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if um things have changed over there, who they're letting in, who they're rejecting. But at the time I was not Raya material. Now a lot's happened since then. My profile has lowered, so <laughs> <laughs> I think theirs has too though, so you might have a better chance. Yeah, think, yeah. Yeah. Maybe- Maybe they're like, oh, cool. Oh, you, oh, you work in animation? Yeah, get over here. Sure. I think they're taking anybody. I know some yeah. people on Raya. Okay. Yeah. And from based on what I know, I think they should let you on. I'll write a letter of recommendation. Thank you. I would appreciate that. Absolutely. Jordan, have you thought about just putting your profile on LegalZoom? <laughs> Roll, yeah. Rolling up your profile on LegalZoom. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Blair, what are you doing with these VIP beans? These VI beans? Listen, this is a shock to me. I Again, I didn't know what I was eating. I don't know what I put in my body at any given moment. I texted my husband. I'm a woman. That's, I just defer to him on everything. And uh, this is news to me. I didn't know they were an elite bean company. Yeah. So mm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come across as rich or important. That's well, fine. I mean, you're Raya material. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah. First, I'm on Raya and I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I got to do. Got to get that wife. Got to get that Got to get that wife. Got to get that son. <laughs> Can I recommend Mary Raya, Jordan? She's single. Oh, okay. Raya. What if I just watched the Disney movie Raya and the Last Dragon? It's pretty good. Yeah. It's fun. I've been meaning to, so yeah. this will be a two birds with one stone situation. I don't think she's of legal age. Yeah. One of the things about that is it reminds you how talented Aquafina is. Ugh, finally, a reminder of how talented Aquafina is. I forget sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you're like, why did show business make this lady a celebrity all of a sudden? And then you're like, oh, because she's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's talented. 
Blair, not yeah. to bring in the off mic material, because I know, you know, the time between when we all get on Zoom and when the podcast starts, it's kind it's of a so sacred, precious. it's kind of a yeah, sacred yeah. space. Mm-hmm. Just some time for us, you know? I do a lot of smudging during that time. Mm-hmm. Like some sage. <laughs> but you were saying that you had an entire dinner composed of charcuterie this evening. I did. I did. I know. Again, not to come across as rich and famous. Jesse can barely handle himself. I had cheese. I had uh, baby carrots. There were pepperonis involved, Mm. some chicken nuggets left over from um, a previous meal. It was, it was, (laughs) it was, uh, (laughs) you can put anything. Anything This is my kind of charcuterie. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Some wing stop. Um. Are there wing stops in Los Angeles, California? (laughs) Yeah, of course there are. I thought, I thought it was a Georgia thing. Wow. Did you know that E40 owns his own wing stop? I did know that. Someone else told me that before you. God. Or maybe you told me. I don't know. Everybody I know gets mixed up. I'd love to go to E40's Wingstop. Yeah, no, I think I don't I think you'd be hard pressed to to find a string of strip malls in LA that d- didn't include a wing stop. I think they're they're easy to easy to come by. That's crazy to me. I really thought they were like local to maybe Atlanta even, because Atlanta I feel like is the wing stop capital not wing stop capital just wings in general everywhere strip clubs end of list <laughs> strip malls strip clubs we have chicken wings and you know who i think appreciates there being wings at the strip club are the strippers absolutely yeah. they're probably glad that the customers have sticky sauce hands <laughs> <laughs> well no touching is allowed so it shouldn't bother them at all oh yeah and maybe that's a way to like prove that the guys have been getting handsy if the strippers have barbecue sauce on them wait Look do you, you think maybe they also uh, like dust the wings with ultraviolet dust oh or there's like a or there's one of those ink packs like in a bank robber money briefcase wait so you're saying like in the wings there's a false wing that they, they bite into <laughs> it explodes with gel yeah, when you get down to the bottom corner that market and it's that ultraviolet stuff you can't wash off wow <laughs> Sharks, we have an idea. <laughs> Take that right to the tank. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mr. Wonderful's going to want an equity deal. Take it to the tank. I love Shark Tank. Yeah. Hi, Sharks. <laughs> How many times has this happened to you? <laughs> but it's impossible to prove who's been touching your strippers. Oh, my God. My favorite thing about Shark Tank is everyone that comes in the tank just looks like it's like they've been they've been on cocaine for days, like practicing their their speeches, you know, and they're like shaking and sweating and dead in the eyes. They haven't slept in weeks. I love it. I love watching their little speeches. I think it's adorable. They're just like, I did five TEDx's to prep for this. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, the delivery in Shark Tank. And I God, boy, I, I talked about this on the show before, but I like Shark Tank and could not explain why i don't know i guess just well-made reality tv draws you in but i don't know it's a mystery and i've decided not to question it. i've just decided that if i feel like putting on a shark tank i'll put on a shark tank and i'll not think about why it feels good i'll just do it i am right there with you and when i started my freshman year of college i would just get high and watch shark tank a bunch and i watched so much shark tank that i got it in my head that that's how i would make my fortune is by inventing something and going to the tank and what i invented and i even reached out oh god why am i talking about i reached no, out let's to, hear it 
I reached out to people that I had seen on Shark Tank. You know, I, I Facebook messaged them. And my idea was, so if you're wearing like flip-flops, but maybe your toes aren't looking great and you want to cover them up, like uh, you could turn your flip-flops into regular shoes. So like, a, you know, just the top part. I don't need, I forget what I called it. Um, and you could just slip it right on your open toe shoes and you had like a new shoe, basically. Like, And I still think it's a good idea. Blair, I love this idea. Your evaluation is insane. <laughs> I'm seeking $1.5 billion for a 5% stake in this company whose name I cannot remember. Blair, what were you going to make them out of? I had no idea. Can I tell you what my first thought was? Go ahead. And I can't tell you why this was my first thought, but it's honest. Fruit roll-up. Oh, my God. Jesse, you know who's going to love that? Who's that? All those nasty foot freaks out there. (laughs) (laughs) I poor market here. I know we've got a couple listening, you nasty foot freaks. <laughs> Speaking of nasty foot freaks, yes. I got sorry, I have a Google alert set for my name for because I'm a narcissist, I guess, and um, I just want to see what people are saying. And I got a, an email this morning. Someone has made a mobile wiki feed, like a new wiki feed, but it just has like oh. mobile in front of it. And um, yeah, so they've added some new pictures. Congratulations, of, of your Thank of you. your feet of my ugly feet. Yeah. Have your yeah. nasty little tootsies? My nasty little toesies. Where are they getting? Where are they getting them? Have you been posting feet on Maine? What I've noticed, I have. Well, see, I'll post them on my Instagram story. Thinking like it'll, you know, and I don't just post my feet; they just happen to be in the picture, you know. Sure. And um, you. people really capture those while they're hot. So before the twenty-four hours is up, someone's taken a screenshot of my feet and put them on wikifeed.com or mobilewikifeed.com. Is it possible that that's mobile? Wikifeet.com. Mobile, oh, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea to to localize uh, Wikifeet. Yeah. Yeah. So you can really find what you're looking for. Because Wikifeet, as it stands, has a Raya level, you know, bar of notability, I think. Like, there's this look, you got to be, you got to be fucking Borowitz material to get onto Wikifeet. And Blair, you certainly are, yeah, but Jordan and I aren't. Have you looked? Jordan's Jordan and I are about five to fifteen years separated from our careers on cable tiers that you wouldn't believe people have. You know what I mean? Like cable tiers from somebody that's that's a cable television enthusiast. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's like, I got the five hundred channel plan. Jesus. That's where Jordan and I lived on television. And we don't make we don't make the cut, but I think let's say we move to Bakersfield. Mm. Okay, mm. sure. Are you going to have Merle Haggard's nasty hoofs? Yeah, of course. <laughs> his 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 stanky tutors. <laughs> sure, of course you are. Of course you are. But I think we. I think we would make the cut in Bakersfield for Bakersfield wiki feet, don't you, Jordan? Yeah. I mean, sure, we're going to be below, you know, Buck Owens' stanky stompers, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> we're, basically, we're, we're going to have to compete with <laughs> country oh music greats from the 60s and 70s. His rife little taters. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Those toenails. I mean, we may. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, Jordan. 
it's possible we're, we can't match the buckaroos. Like, leave Buck Owens aside. His buckaroos are probably right. more notable than us on Bakersfield WikiFeet. It's only one way to find out. There is only one to start it and then see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Torrance. We could move to Torrance, City of Commerce. These are WikiFeeds oh, yeah. where we would sure. make the cut. Save industry. Because then all we're really competing with is like NBC4 weatherman Fritz Coleman. Oh, yeah. His name is Fritz. Yeah. Well, isn't there a weatherman here named Dallas Rains? Dallas Rains. Dallas yes. Rains. Dallas yeah, Rains. Yeah. He looks crazy as hell. I love Dallas Rains. Yeah. I think Fritz Coleman is, has retired. Subject of Jordan Jesse Go perma story. I was once in a local commercial with Fritz Coleman. Mm-hmm. For what? Oh, for the just for, for the, the weather. News. Yes. For the weather. Just <laughs> yeah. for the weather. What was your job in the commercial? Uh I was uh yes, I mean uh, true believers for this story see Jordan Jesse Go episodes <laughs> 201, <laughs> 206, <laughs> 214, 201 through 1400 <laughs> inclusive. Uh no, but I was I was a like stony surfer guy asking Fritz where the best waves were. Can you say your line? No. Oh gosh, do I remember? <laughs> well, yes, I guess. No. Um, something about swells. Yeah, like oh, there is Fred. I mean, Fritz was the star of the commercial. Obvious. Oh, yeah. And Obviously. this guy nailed it. Fritz Coleman. He's a legend for a reason. He was great in the commercial. Jordan, you, you. I mean, you know, we're great yeah. friends. You're <laughs> Thank a great you. friend, Jordan. Yeah. And here's the thing about Fritz. Constant professional stays for the reverse. Uh, so I had him, someone like to play off of. Like so I had someone to play off of. Yeah. No, but yeah. So Fritz Coleman, I think, is is retired. Oh, does he? I think he still does his like one man show occasionally. I think at the, you know, like. Um, so one man show. Uh, yeah. He did it on the local PBS station out here when uh, when I was growing up. I the love tribute Fritz. to Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. It uh, hasn't aged well. Uh, <laughs> but he's got pipes. Uh, but no, Dallas Reigns. Dallas Reigns is still out there being on TV, having a weird name and looking crazy. Well, there, did you Absolutely have any insane before you moved to Los Angeles? Look, you moved to Los Angeles not that long after you blew up the net with your political satires. <laughs> but did you have an opportunity before you moved to Los Angeles to do any local celebrity things? No, because uh, I don't know if you remember the pandemic. So, yeah. They weren't really, everything was kind of shut down. I, I got to actually, I talked to, um, so our traffic guy for Atlanta, Mark Aram, he also had a radio show. So he was on our local ABC station doing the traffic and then he had a radio show and I got to call in on his radio show. That was Whoa. You know, that's something. How'd yeah. that go? It was fun. Yeah. I called it on the telephone and t- it was great. It was, I, that's the thing I did. Did you like get messages from people you went to high school with and stuff? No, my stepmother is a hairdresser and one of her clients heard me on the radio. That's what it happened. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. I've gotten messages on from people on Facebook now that I'm on Kimmel, you know, and that's been interesting. I've gotten messages from like a guy who was like, I just like to check in. He was like, I saw you on Kimmel. It's good to see one of my exes doing so well. And like, we never dated. <laughs> so that's happening. <laughs> People are rewriting history. <laughs> right. So you think he's like, he's like showing people clips of you on Kimmel and goes like, yeah, the one that got away. I think so. Yeah. And I, I met him twice. Like he was a friend of a friend. <laughs> and I love that for him. Yeah. What do you think happened Holmes. in his mind? Like, I was like, maybe he was drunk, you know, but it was like 7 p.m. his time. He still could have been drunk. I'm not judging. Sure, but you can get drunk I, anytime. Wait. Maybe, but Yeah. When he was watching Kimmel, does he live in no, Guam or something? No, he messaged me. 
when he messaged me. No, okay. he doesn't live in Guam. Okay. He might though. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. I right. never get on Facebook anymore because I, I always have messages from like somebody from my past. Do you guys still use Facebook like regularly? I use it kind of mainly for promotional stuff. We have a Facebook page for the show oh, yeah, where we post yeah. episodes and some other little bits and bops. But yeah, I, I don't I don't do any I don't do too much recreational it's a Facebooking. Scary place. It is. It's a weird it's a weirdo place. But yeah, you know, it's fun to see you know, people's kids and updates and things like that. But, um, but yeah, it, it can turn terrifying really quick. And my, my, the last time I looked at it, my targeted ads were for like right wing documentaries. Like there was a thing for like Jordan Peterson had some like documentary about mm. his opinions on pronouns. And I'm like, Oh, Facebook. Like I, listen, <laughs> a I, documentary. Yeah. I know I'm a 40 year old white guy and maybe that's what you're using as a, you know, as an indicator that I might like this. But yeah, it was pretty, uh, it made me not want to look at it anymore. I'm always gratified that none of my aunts are racist. Oh, I always go on there worrying that one of my aunts might have turned racist. And they haven't? No, they have racist trends or at least racist Facebook commenters. You know, this yes. this could be people who believe them to be their ex, though they only met through a friend. <laughs> met two times through a His friend. Famous Josh, Josh, if you're listening, we never dated. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Josh, <laughs> if uh, if you're listening, call me. <laughs> I miss you. Now, all of my targeted ads on Instagram and otherwise are for therapy, like <laughs> at home virtual therapy services. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the that's Mm-mm. the main ad on our show, so. <laughs> Welcome back to Jordan Blair. Go, Blair. We might have a promo code for you. Don't click that ad just yet. Yeah. Love to save some money. Thank you. I uh, I went on KGO News Talk 810, and that was very exciting. That was my like hometown media appearance. But that was like uh, a real whirlwind. I was not used to talking with that level of conviction or velocity. Intensity might be the right word. Like How I, old were you? This was five Recently? years ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah, four years ago. And just commercial talk radio hosts, they could say anything in the same voice as there's an insurrection at the Capitol. You know what I mean? <laughs> like everything. And it's so compressed. The the volume is so intense, intense and even that it all gains the same intense urgency. And I felt like I couldn't keep up. I absolutely couldn't handle it. I was like, what I'm was appearing the... at Sketchfest. Oh yeah. I was going <laughs> to ask you, I was going to ask you what the topic was. It was Sketchfest. Yeah, it was, it was Sketchfest. And I, you know, I, I got by the time that I felt like I was a real success. And also the time that I felt like I was a real star was I went on WAMU, the NPR station in Washington, DC. And I got to go on with Kojo Namdi, who's like the legendary local host on WAMU. And uh, he was really nice to me. And uh, he thanked me for coming and shook my hand and made eye contact with me. And I felt like such a fucking hero. And like everybody texted me, like, I heard you on Kojo Namdi. Were you on with Kojo? Like, this guy's a fucking legend. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm a fucking national host. This guy's local. I'm supposed to be big timing him. He's big timing me. Mm-hmm. People are people. Kojo. <laughs> Kojo he was people so get nice. attached to those local local heroes. That They're local. Great. You know? He did a great job. 
I did fine. I got attached to, um, speaking of radio, not local, but Delilah. I love Delilah. Delilah was like a late night dedication show? Yeah, yeah. Like a syndicated sort of. So I would listen to it on my shower radio in the shower when I was a child. And I loved Delilah. And Louis was saying, Louis Vertel, the other day, we were talking about Delilah. And she, she had like three songs that she, it seemed like looking back, she knew three songs. Like Cats in the Cradle was one of them. <laughs> and then like, you know, Hero by Mariah Carey. And then just one other song. And she would make them fit somehow. Delilah, uh, this is John and Chatsworth. I just want to dedicate Cats in the Cradle to my shitty dad. <laughs> do you know, yeah, Blair, do you know, like, this is this is one of those, like, funny, like, kid fixations. Do you know, like, where it came from? What did your, like, parents listen to it? Can you guess why you got into this very specific grown-up radio show yeah yeah oh so much of my life is like very specific middle age, like things middle-aged people would love i don't know i think it's that i lived in the middle of nowhere and yeah so we didn't have a lot of radio stations that came through very clearly and uh she was on c93.7 and that was one of them and i think i must have just been going between the three that i listened to and i loved her voice and i love love and that's something everyone knows about me. Oh, and, uh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I you love and Borowitz. Me, me and Borowitz. I wrote to Delilah once because uh, I was going through a breakup. My boyfriend, Curtis, had broken up with me over a text and she wrote me back. Mm. Oh, what did what she is say? It? Yeah. She told me, I don't remember exactly. My mom oh, has a letter somewhere in her attic. She said to <laughs> fuck myself. Yeah. You little bitch. Uh, no, she said that I would have. <laughs> Many loves of my life. I remember that line, that I would have many loves of my life Mm. and that things are going to be okay. We should all be so lucky. And then she played Cats in the Cradle. (laughs) (laughs) The loves were Curtis, your husband, and Josh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Josh, Josh Anderson, my my famous, famously my ex-boyfriend. I have a I have a local media goal that I think is I think I could put some effort into making happen, but I think it's probably not worth the effort. So I am uh, I'm going to to Comic Con this year, and every year at Comic Con, you know, something I like to do is like if I'm staying in a hotel, like turn on the local news and watch the like local news stand ups at Comic Con, like San Diego oh. news, just like. Every, you know, every, everybody's got to be there and they're all, and it's always kind of that tone of like, we don't understand what this is. Like, it's that, like a bunch of fans and geeks are out (laughs) in full force at the San Diego convention center, celebrating their favorite funny books. It's always just like, (laughs) you know, what's this? Like they're confused by it, even though it happens every year. Tom Cruise (laughs) is here to promote something called Top Gun. Yeah. (laughs) The snack bar is selling something called nachos. <laughs> and it's like, and that's fun. Like, I understand like why that anyway. And I, I always like, I always kind of like getting dressed and getting ready and kind of watching these like local news goofs goof around at Comic-Con. Yeah. Do you think if I like got up early and found the van, I could, I could like be the, be the person they're interviewing at the stand up in front of the convention. I, I think I can make that happen, right? Like, do you have to arrange that beforehand or do you just like find the van, hang around and like tell whoever has a clipboard that you're like ready to be interviewed? Can I ask you a question about this? Sure. Are you willing to dress as She-Hulk? You gotta be. I don't know that I got the gams for it. Uh, I don't think you're yoked. She's got that pencil skirt. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I would listen. I would love to be in She-Hulk shape. I'm not. <laughs> and I got a little while. I mean, obviously, we're, we're taping this on Father's Day, so I got about a month so I can try and get in She-Hulk shape. Yeah. Get, just get just hire one of those personal trainers who specializes in hulking out. Right. A Fitbit. Oh, you know, yeah. Get a Fitbit. Perfect, Blair. You're exactly right. This thing counts your steps. Yeah, I'll just type. I'll just get a Fitbit and I'll type in how many steps to She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So your memoir, how many steps to She-Hulk? <laughs> how I got yoked in time for Comic Con <laughs> by Jordan Morris. I mean, yeah, I would. I think that you know, like I could excite them by saying, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a comic book author, and I have this. I could like bring the book with me, and I'm like, I could hold up the book and talk, you know." But maybe that's not what they want. I think they just want like someone dressed as Deadpool who's going to do a flip, you know. If either of you could be, obviously, the three of us. Well, Jordan and I are national non-celebrities. Blair, you're a national semi-celebrity. Means a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. But if you could trade that national minor to non-celebrity for local semi to medium celebrity, what local celebrity would you like to be? Mm. Oh, man. I mean, the like hours aside, I think like morning radio guy would be a really fun job. I think it would be awesome. And yeah, and I I love that kind of like I'm showing up, you know, I'm showing up to like the Irish bar, you know, to for St. Patrick's Day and I'm go doing the county fair and I'm like hosting the like pig race or the pie eating contest or something. I, I would love, I would love to do that. Maybe it can still happen for me. I don't know if there's a, I don't think it's too late for you. I don't think so. It could happen. If there's a market that will have me, please, please reach out. My yeah. four weeks on the Sarah and no name show on Alice FM in San Francisco as a, an unpaid intern who had to get up at <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. I'll tell you that like the one thing I learned besides don't make eye contact with Sarah, which was one of the rules, mm-hmm. was wow. it's just hard to have enough things to talk about that anyone – like Jordan, you and I are stretched to go past 15 minutes on this show once a week. You know what I mean? And to generate three or four hours of thoughts about Survivor – Mm. is a truly special skill that I know I don't have. I mean, I could just like, ideally, if there's a lull in conversation, my cat's in eyeshot going nanner crazy. <laughs> I could just describe it. Yeah, sure. That I can understand that. Blair, do you have one off the dome? Do you have a local celebrity you'd like to be? Yeah, I would say, I mean, close to yours. I, I like the, the girls on the news who, not the first hour of like serious news, but the women who come after like the local news program. There's like an hour of like, sort of like, you know, Kathy Lee and Hoda, yeah. but uh, local, local. I want to be one of those. Or I love, I got a radio DJ, Mara Davis from Atlanta. She was my favorite. And uh, she was on Dave FM. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Dave was the best. And then it got bought out by like a sports radio station. So, you know, clear channel, sports, all that good stuff. But uh, yeah. Did she head off to another market? Yeah, she's doing, she's still in Atlanta doing stuff. She did some, she's doing like some PR stuff, I believe. And yeah, not on radio anymore, though, unfortunately. She's got a podcast. She's the best. I'd also like to be, I used to want to be a QVC host, but that's more, that's not local. And then I did work for a at-home shopping network, but it was just for jewelry. It was called the Gem Shopping Network. It was in Duluth, Georgia, but we were broadcast nationally. Nobody watched us. I was a hand model for four years. Yeah. I found that job on Craigslist. Yeah. So wait, you're on so, 
Georgia, on wiki hands? Georgia hands wiki. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. That's a callback. <laughs> Wait, is that Blair? No, let me know what you think. It's a callback. Okay. Is it a take a break? I think that's a take a break. Do you think we should take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Our program, just like all the shows at Maximum Fun, is supported by the members of Maximum Fund. So our thank you to everybody who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join. Uh, your membership is what makes our show possible. We're very grateful to you. Uh, when you choose Jordan Jesse Go on that list of shows you listen to, that's where your money goes, and we say thank you. We're also thankful this week uh, to our sponsor, BetterHelp. In fact, now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Uh, now, Jordan, you and I are big supporters of therapy. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yes. I head to that. I head to that office in on Raymond and Pasadena all the time. I'm not trying to dox my therapist, but she's got an office right there in Old Town. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's nice. Oh. It's convenient. I can go down to the um, anytime I want. I can go down to the Cheesecake Factory down there. Old Town Pasadena is beautiful. Yeah, there's a, one of those high end stereo stores. If I need to get my turntable tuned up, grab a new woofer. And you know what? If I need my brain tuned up, I go to therapy. I think that's something that our audience should consider. Whether they're having major mental health issues or just need somebody to talk to, therapy is worth doing. There are a lot of different ways to get therapy, obviously. One of them is BetterHelp, which is online therapy with video phone and even live chat only therapy sessions. Um, so however, whatever medium is best for you to get your therapy, BetterHelp can help you and you can get a therapist quickly through BetterHelp, which is tough these days since everybody's brain is broken. Yeah, um, and, and BetterHelp can be a great option. It could be more affordable than in-person therapy and you can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That's pretty quick. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash JJGo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash JJGo. We're also supported this week by the folks at Lumi Labs Microdose Gummies. Are you sick and tired of macrodoses? <laughs> so you've probably heard about microdosing. If not, just know that all sorts of people are microdosing daily to feel healthier and perform better. Jesse, I got some gummies from Lumi Labs. These things are great. Uh, they deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Jesse, as the king of drugs, you know that oftentimes edibles can be unpredictable. Uh, You don't know how much you're getting. Sometimes you get too much. Sometimes you don't get enough. Um, But Lumi Labs gummies uh, really deliver just just the perfect amount of, of, of THC. Uh, to help you chill out. I took one uh, before bed, slept like a baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, I took one this afternoon and just had a little walk around and felt terrific. Can Uh, I confirm that you slept like a baby? I took a look at you mm -hmm. while you were sleeping. Through the nanny cam. Went into your bedroom, Mm -hmm. took a look at you, and you just looked beatific. Just gorgeous. You had a glow on you that uh, that can only be achieved with just the right amount of THC. And... They're tasty, too. They come in great flavors. Mm, do you have a favorite flavor? 
I got the wild berry microdose. Uh, mm. This is just a little bit of THC. Uh, really makes you feel terrific, but not like a weird couch puddle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am also anxious to try the watermelon sorbet. And these are uh, deliver a more traditional high. And everything's really well labeled. You can tell how much you're getting. Uh, the microdoses are a little more chill. And the other ones are, well, let's just say a more traditional high. You know that I believe in tra- nothing if not tradition. You're a, you're a traditionalist through and through. Yeah, you know I did it. I I did a traditional ca- originalist. I did a cotillion. <laughs> I was presented at a cotillion, and I believe in uh, a less chill, more traditional high. <laughs> microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use JJGO to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com. Use code JJGO. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Blair Erskine, semi wiki feed celebrity. Okay, we have a wiki feed update. In the break, we have taken a look at Blair Erskine's WikiFeet page. Well, now I'm, I've navigated away from it because I wanted to see who were the feet of the year for 2021. We have to know. <laughs> it was Anna de Armas and oh. Nile Kafer. Anna de Armas is, is my mortal enemy. Really? We, again, yeah. Why is that? It's always me and her. We're always neck and neck. <laughs> she was up for the Kimmel <laughs> job. Butt and foot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you beat her out for the Kimmel job. And then and she beat me out for the top WikiFeet celebrity. That really sucks. I'll tell you this. I went to your WikiFeet profile here, Blair. Good for you. The pictures are impressively flattering. They're they're nice pictures of you looking nice. Thank you. Except for one where you're in the tub, and I, I'm pretty sure it's just a picture of like when you posted it on your Instagram stories or whatever, it was probably about whatever gave you this giant calf bruise. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I don't know what gave me that bruise, but it's big. Yeah. It's big. It's a honker. But yeah, that's that's they saw a toe in there. Yeah. So. It just so happens that your tootsies are in there. Yeah. There's one. <laughs> they always are. There's one comment here from user Toey Four Toes. <laughs> Um, Damn. who, by the way, rated you five stars. So Aww. it's not, Thank you, Toy yeah, the comment just Toy. says great parking, uh, easy parking. <laughs> it says, uh, good service. You thought this was Yelp. You yeah. This, I was thought, Yelp. <laughs> this was Yelp. Great for groups. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't make a reservation. Had to wait. <laughs> but the comment, the comment says beautiful feet. Can anyone confirm 10 toes? Just curious about symmetry. Thanks. Wow. So do you think Toei Toto has been in (laughs) Toei Toto Jr. Shabadoo? Do you think he's been disappointed? He's been burned before. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming he here. I'll, I'll, I don't know if, you know, who knows? I'm assuming he. Do you think Toei Toto has been burned? You know, he's on there. He's, he's cranking it to some, you know, juicy jumpers. And some, no. some slick little an- ankle flaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he notices that, you know, uh oh, you know, Kate Winslet or whoever has been in some sort of industrial accident and has lost a toe. Oh, my. Well, calm down. Why Kate Winslet? Uh, I was just thinking of someone who works in a factory, who's worked, who's both worked in a factory and probably <laughs> is on WikiFeet. And then that just kind of ruins it for him because he's, nine a, toes. because he's a symmetry yeah. guy. This is kind of what I'm thinking, guys. The username is Toey Four Toes. <gasps> oh. I immediately assumed when I saw that that it was that the numeral four there was a stand-in for F-O-R. Mm. It was just a fun way to spell, like a license plate way to spell F-O-R. But maybe he has. But this person could be a four-toed celebrity enthusiast. So would it be better for me then? I'm just thinking of like optics. If like <laughs> Right. Gotta think about optics. So what would be best for me? Because I can cut off a toe. Do you have a foot publicist? Not yet. Mara Davis, if you're listening. I would check in with Mara. Um, she's doing <laughs> some publicity work these days. Check in with Mara and and see if she's got any advice on whether to on whether to chop. Because the thing is, there are a lot of consumers out there who are curious about symmetry. And I get that. The thing is, I do have four toes, but I also have five toes. Okay. You know? So you have, yeah. So in this, you have four toes in the same sense that I have seven toes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And in the same sense that Jordan has nine, like we have right. any, I can, I've got all the toes, you know, any number we of toes. We all contain multitoads, right? <laughs> Our producer, Brian, has four toes total. Just two, like, cloven hooves. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Does he have a Do you have a tail? Does he have a tail as well? I'm saying maybe he's the devil. Mm. That yeah. ex explain a lot. It's possible he's the devil. He's definitely not kosher. Mm -hmm. That much we know. The cloven hoof. Also, again, one? I'd like to go just back really quick before we, we have calls to get to. I'd like to return really quick to the sacred space, yeah. as I was mentioning earlier, <laughs> yes. the sacred space between, you know, when we all jump on the Zoom call and and when the recording starts. In this case, it's, you know, between the break. And just I think it bears pointing out that before we started, Val, who's running the stream, said we can get started as soon as the cat gets off the keyboard. I guess Val's cat was on the keyboard. Mm -hmm. And basically in 0.5 seconds, Blair started singing cats on the keyboard to the tune of <laughs> cats in the cradle <laughs> and the cats on the keyboard that's what i did yeah that's what blair's one woman show is going to be a tribute to harry <laughs> chapin <laughs> oh harry chapin i said cat stevens sang that song i think that's probably a, like a common yeah it is common confusion yeah i think it's like how jimmy buffett didn't write the pina colada song what yeah who did the guy that sings it that's not Jimmy Buffett. Rupert, it's not Jimmy Buffett. Rupert Holmes, I believe, is the guy's name. One Hit Wonder. Wow. No, yeah. that's the new James Bond. <laughs> right. Rupert Holmes. I think. I don't know. Harry Chapin. Harry Chapin sings. Okay, interesting. Anyway. Kate Winslet is the new James Bond because they want to give it an industrial <laughs> edge. With her nine toes. Yeah. <laughs> With her nine toes and her knowledge of smelting. Mm. Diversity, representation. Thank you, yes. <laughs> Finally, a James Bond that looks like me. A man, a man who's been in a thresher accident. <laughs> oh, my God. Brian, I think we have some calls, and I think you mentioned that these are something that we, we asked for, a request we made for people who have called in momentous occasions and now have an update on those momentous occasions. Yeah, we want to be clear that we don't want 
when we say that these are calls about things that have happened in the past on the program, we don't want feedback. Like, we don't want to know what you think of our show. <laughs> no. That's the last thing we want. We realize it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're here doing the show. We don't we need you to hear the show when we're doing it. About it. Now, do you have some feedback? Do you have some <laughs> feedback on our honking tonkers? Yeah. Some feedback. <laughs> Thank you. Well. Yeah, some feedback. Feedback. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and our saucy stampers. <laughs> Send that to Brian. He needs something to crank it to. Oh, God. Don't we all? Brian, play this Play this call here. Hey there, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Paul from Portland, Oregon, calling in with a momentous occasion. Uh, maybe kind of a meta-momentous occasion? Uh, so yesterday evening, I was really excited to see a new episode of JJ Go pop up in my feed with none other than the Gordon Ramsay of fast food himself, uh, Bill Oakley. And, well, a, a few minutes into the episode, I realized that you guys were kind of indirectly talking about me because I am that person who picked up the Arby's smoked meat sweatsuit from Bill a few months ago. Uh, oh. I mean, I, I wasn't, like, on the lookout for a novelty Arby's item that can overwhelm your senses or anything, but I guess sometimes those things just find you. Uh, Bill was not underselling how pungent, uh, that item is. Uh, I briefly opened the bag, um, in the box that he put it in when I got home with it. And, um, it was so strong that I immediately wrapped it back up and kind of put it aside. Uh, I haven't really had the courage to wear it anywhere just yet, but I just checked on it and I guess I'm happy to report that it doesn't seem to have lost any of its smell. Um, I'm not really one for setting goals, but I'm going to see if I can take it out for a spin sometime soon. Um, I guess I'm sort of nervous that I might attract some stairs or like neighborhood dogs. Um, but I also <laughs> feel a little bit guilty that I've kind of kept it boxed up for so long since uh, getting it from Bill, who was so uh, gracious and generous to give it away. Uh, anyway, uh, love the show. Love you guys. Thanks a lot. Love you too. I have to be frank with you guys. When he said that he had heard himself discussed on Jordan Jesse Go, I got excited. I thought we were getting a call from Grillo, the humanoid pickle. Mm. <laughs> I was very disappointed not to. I do have an idea, though, for where he could wear this thing to. Oh, okay. Get to Burbank. Go to the smokehouse, baby. There you go. There's always an answer in Burbank. No matter what your question is, there's an answer in Burbank, California. Blair, this this is call is in regard to past guest Bill Oakley getting a free Arby's sweatsuit because he posts so much about fast food. Have you gotten any good freebies from your work in show business? The only brand that's ever reached out to me have been two of them, and they're both cat treat brands. Uh, yeah, cat treats. Cat treats. I have some Bobby Flay cat treats on the way. Actually, oh. he has a new cat treat coming out, and his people reached out to mine. And, uh, they're giving me cat treats, and they said I don't even have to post about it. Actually, they said we pre we'd prefer that you didn't. <laughs> wow! But we're sending you some cat treats. Yeah, they said Where we have know, a reputation yeah. to maintain. <laughs> Exactly. I didn't know you were a cat owner. I have three cats. Oh. I have a cat named Oscar, actually. So, Jesse, we have that 
you, you have a child named Oscar. Yeah, it's the it's the same. My cat is twenty pounds. If I had a cat, if I had a cat named Oscar, maybe he would he would bring me a real gift for Father's Day, like a fucking dead mouse or whatever, something I yeah, can no. use. <laughs> Not my Oscar. No. Does Oscar? That's amazing. Does Oscar ever go nanner crazy or crazy for any other kind of catnip toy? He doesn't really do toys. He does my shoes. You know what? Not to bring it back to feet. Mm-hmm. He goes crazy for my shoes, though. Mm-hmm. Well, he gets, oh, QT. Actually, my husband, I'm sorry to bring up my husband again. He did reach out. QT, the gas station, did see me. They sent me a Christmas sweater and a bunch of snacks. Yeah, for Christmas. I thought when you said QT, you were talking about Quentin Tarantino and it was another foot thing. Blair, <laughs> <laughs> I got to have you in my next movie. <laughs> It's my chance. Oh Blair, my God. I was browsing on a casting website. <laughs> it makes sense, Blair, that your fucking cat goes ape shit for your shoes. They're made out of fucking fruit roll-ups. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, God, and now I'm hungry. Fruit roll-up, whatever that's made out of, I know it's made out of fruit, but it's something else, too. Something kind of tough. Else. Yeah, You're right. Sugar, it is I something think. else. <laughs> Hard sugar. I never got fruit roll-ups. All I got was fruit leathers. Shop mm. at the goddamn oh. natural food store because it was no. closer to our house mm. and we didn't have a car. Uh, I'm sorry. Blair, did you, with that Shark Tank deal that you you were envisioning, did you have a dream shark that you wanted to go in with? Yes. Um, my dream shark was Barbara because uh, this was before, what's her name? The new one that, that owns QVC, Lori? Oh, Lori. Yeah, yeah the queen of QVC. Yeah. This was before she joined. So I think Barbara I needed a gal, you know, a gal yeah. who gets it. You got to have a and gal who Barbara. gets it. Gotta get Gal gets it. So, yeah, I'd say Barbara. I she's you know Mark Cuban though. If you're listening, I have the idea is still on the table. I've looked and I don't think anyone's made them yet. Mark, get some custom fruit roll up flip flops for the Mavs. Oh yeah, <laughs> now we're talking. Get Mavs legend Dirk Nowitzki into some of those flappies. <laughs> get a size forty two <laughs> for for Dirk. Have him drop a few trays from fruity flappies. (laughs) Fruit flappies. Fruit flaps. Yeah. Send him down to the beach to shoot some trays, and you're rich. (laughs) I'll keep you guys updated. Brian, we got another column there. Hi. uh, I was just listening to you discussing defunct social media websites and wondering what is going on on them. Um, I am still an active user on Tumblr, where the big to do this week was um, an ad featuring a man dressed as Pikachu, but it's kind of a horrifying Pikachu costume. Um, doesn't quite look like uh, the Pokemon, more just like a, a monster person. Um, and because nobody pays for ads on the website on Tumblr, it's just this ad over and over again, and people are horrified to see Pikachu man over and over and over again. Um, I guess this is also a moment of shame that I'm a 30-something man who still actively updates the Tumblr. Okay, bye. I'm going to take a look at this. Yeah, Brian has thrown this ad oh up God. in the chat. Yeah, this is unsettling. It is a, yeah, it is a Pikachu that has a human face, but the face is a mask. The mask is wearing glasses, and the photo is taken in such a way to where the you know the holes in the mask where the eyes should be are just dark black holes yeah it looks like you know there's this horror movie my daughter told me about this horror movie because winnie the pooh passed into the public domain 
mm-hmm. and they're making a horror movie of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I heard about that. And it's genuinely like I, I looked at the, you know, pre-show, pre-film stills that got released. It's genuinely distressing looking. It's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what this Pikachu looks like. This looks like Pikachu, you know, I right. choose you, choose you. He, he, yes, he passed into the public domain and then A24 got a hold of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, this is the that fucking the Northman guy made a movie about Pikachu. Right. Yes, this is uh, it's an elevated horror Pikachu. The glasses are the are choice. And it looks like he's got he's I can't tell if that's a bag he's carrying on his shoulder. If he's wearing some sort of like jumpsuit. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, I think, yeah, I think it is a bag filled with teeth that he's collected, human teeth. Yeah, that seems right to me. Seems like there are probably some, um, some human teeth. There might be some elk teeth mixed in there. Mm-hmm. So like half and half or 60-40. This is weird because, yeah, after we, we've, we discussed this on the show, and Blair, for you, this was, this was us kind of wondering out loud kind of what had become of these social media platforms of the past that you don't hear too much about anymore. Your Tumblrs. Like Zanga. Like Zanga, yes. Elo, these sorts of things. Jordan, and, um, Elo is a pop rock band. It's pronounced E-L-O. Oh, excuse E-L-O. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saying Mr. Blue Sky. <laughs> and so after this, after we had this discussion on the show, you know, my menchies were blown up with people telling me, and I was saying that I, what I thought was that Tumblr was for porno, was that that had become its use. And I guess my menchies were flooded with people telling me that indeed Tumblr has banned porn, but um, this picture says otherwise. Yeah. I mean, when your caller first said Tumblr, I, and I wrote it down, I thought he said, Cumbler, <laughs> and I wrote it down. I I was horrified, but that's also if you want to do porn and you like Tumblr's, you know, platform. Maybe if you're an entrepreneur, yeah, I would, yeah, I would an entrepreneur. A Mark Cumbler, one point five billion for five percent equity. We have an idea. Yeah. Hi, sharks. Did all your porno get taken down off Tumblr? <laughs> But do you need to come? <laughs> do you need to come but can't find any man Pikachu gifts? Tumblr. Yeah. Blair, I think our audience might think that that was figurative when you said that you had written down Cumbler. Yes. Um, you did write it down on what appeared to be a sticky note. I did, yes. Was that for reference for later? <laughs> I didn't want to forget. I didn't want to forget. Tumblr. Whenever I do podcasts, I do take notes just because I if something comes to mind and I'm like, I want to mention that, you know, my brain's at capacity, unfortunately, doesn't retain things anymore. So I've written things down. Have you um, guys, by the way, ever had a Mississippi Cumbler that's like Mary Marion berries with a with a biscuit mm. dough on top? It sounds really good. Like really good. What? Really good. <laughs> it's called a Mississippi Cumbler. A Mississippi Cumbler. Cumbler. It's Marion berries with a biscuit dough on top. Mm. You get it down at the fire station. They're having a fundraiser. Where does it come? They're having a fundraiser. It's, just it's in your a- pants after you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> no, after you're in your pants, after you see those hunky firemen. <laughs> Yowza. Making <laughs> those cumblers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. A Mississippi cumbler. Yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck. Why not? Why the fuck not? Sure. You know? <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? 
It's got to say 80 minutes worth of stuff. Podcast is over. Christ, Jordan wants to do this on a morning show, four hours a day. Jordan, like you get five, you can't say Cumbler and morning. I could radio. I could stretch this out if we were talking about The Bachelor. Yeah, that's true. I love The Bachelor. You're a bat. You're you're part of Bachelor Nation. Unfortunately, I am. I started my Twitter. I was whenever I first got a Twitter. I signed up for Twitter in like 2017, 2018. I was pretending to be a contestant on The Bachelor who did not have a Twitter presence. And I was, I guess, catfishing people. But uh, I got a bunch of followers that way. Yeah, 5,000. And then I pulled a fast one on him and I changed it to my name in 2020. And here we are. Here we are. Some might yeah. say that catfishing is why we're here today. One of those 5,000 followers, Mr. James Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> the American dream. That, Frank, is the reason why we're talking about coming in our pants right here. <laughs> This is exactly where I thought I'd be at 30 years old, <laughs> talking about Mississippi Cumblers. Guys, if you know if you know the difference between a crumble, a pie, and a cumbler. Are you talking about cobblers? I think so. Cobbler, a crumble, a pie. I don't know. <laughs> What's the thing where you put you put fruit in a thing and you cook it down, but you put like islands of batter in it and the batter goes to the bottom but then when it cooks it floats up i think it's a it cannot be a cumbler do you are you looking are you joking is this a bit that you're doing yeah. or do you oh, believe it's a cumbler? no i don't believe that it's a cumbler but that oh is a God. type of the all my only premise there was just that there every area has its own type of fruit lazy pie yes yes well, everywhere I go, someone's doing a fucking bit. I'm, so <laughs> fucking I'm just sick of it. Of it. Just I'm sick, sick of, of it. bits. You know what? I've been nothing but honest on why this don't we just talk? Why don't we just talk honestly? <laughs> why don't yeah. we just go there? Blair, if you want sincerity, <laughs> you should have gone down to the volunteer fire station. <laughs> <laughs> I was there when I got your call that you needed a guest and it was an emergency. <laughs> and I ran... As fast as I could to my home office. That's why that apartment building burned down. Jordan, did you get a goddamn emergency services radio? <laughs> Do I need one? Did you get one? Is that is that how we get our guests now? Yeah, I have a CB too. <laughs> oh, shit. Man, there's somebody by my house that has one of those gigantic like amateur radio antennas. Mm -hmm. And I, I initially assumed it to be... You know, just like a 65-year-old former Radio Shack employee. You know mm. what I mean? Just like a classic hobbyist, you know, going down there to Burbank to the yeah. ham radio store and sure. find talking to somebody in Czechoslovakia and all that kind of thing. But it's possible that that's like the new, you know, axe throwing at a bar. Mm. You know what I mean? This is the new fucking we're, – we're too old. We don't know about the new hipster shit. Maybe the new hipster ship shit is artisanal shortwave. Starting a little radio show. Yeah, probably so. I think it's two-way, though, because you talk to a guy in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the main thing, right? Yeah. Talk to a Czech. Oh, boy. That's when you know. That's when you know the neighborhood's going downhill is when all the shortwave <laughs> radio enthusiasts. Then the, po then the poke places are going to oh. come in. Have you ever had this problem, Jordan? You're on your two-way radio, you know? your amateur radio, and uh, you think you've got a, a check on the line, it's a goddamn Slovak. <laughs> you know? Story of my life. Yeah, classic problem. Okay. 
206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. Hey, how about this, Jordan? Hmm. Remember how we led into that whole segment by saying that it was people calling in about their past momentous occasions, but it turned out to just be general updates? Yes. Because we just made we made some assumptions. We did make some assumptions. That we was not some true. Yeah, it turned out not to be true. But we do want that. So give us a call. 206-984-4FUN or hit us with a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. You got an iPad? You got a smartphone? You got a Motorola Razor? It's got a voice memo <laughs> in there. Record it. A nook. I bet a nook would do it. Ooh, a nook. I bet a nook would do it. You got a, what do you got there? A uh, Palm Pilot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> palm Pilot <laughs> Color? Sure, you got an Atari Lynx. <laughs> you got a, a Lynx. That'll do it. Yeah. You got a wizard personal organizer. Sega Nomad. Drop it into that 64K and send it along, baby. How many fucking phone numbers do you need to save, asshole? Use the space for voice memos and send it to us. Give us a call. General momentous occasions. We always love those. If you have an update to a momentous occasion, give us a call. Has your thruple added people? Yeah. That's primarily, I think, what we're looking for. Let us know. And uh, yeah, and if you're out there and if you're a, ideally, this would be a professional baker who works, you know, professionally in baking. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a a home baking enthusiast, you know, would do. What's a cumbler? (laughs) Give us a call. Create a recipe for a cumbler. Send us the recipe. Let us know. It'll be our signature dessert. We're going to have a signature dessert. It's going to be called the cumbler. But we don't know what it is. The Mississippi Cumbler, Jordan. Mississippi Cumbler. Yeah. Use native fruit if you can. That also sounds like a, a, an apparatus you can use to, you know, shake up your cum. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're... Cum on the rocks. Like yeah. if, oh, like if you're making a cocktail. I had it mm-hmm. I had it as like if it's in a test tube in a lab. <laughs> you know that machine that shakes things? Oh, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of uh, the Home Depot when you're buying paint. And I was thinking of Cat Stevens. <laughs> okay. So. Two zero six nine eight four four Rupert Rupert Holmes, or JJ apparently. Go at maximumfun.org. You know, the, the longer we go on this episode, Jordan, the more I think we could do morning radio. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why what if we were just moving and and now Three we're more hours? Yeah, it's got to pay better than this. Uh, JJ <laughs> Go at maximumfun.org two zero six nine eight four four fun. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. Hal Laughlin here with breaking news on a revolutionary form of entertainment, professional wrestling. For more, we go to our correspondent, Danielle Radford. Professional wrestling is the craze that's sweeping the nation, featuring fisticuffs and colorful costumes. But who can help us make sense of this world of body slams? Lindsay Kelk has the answer. Sources tell us of an amazing podcast called Tights and Fights, filled with discussions of the absurdity of professional wrestling, plus all the sincerity and hilarity that you could shake a stick at. Listen to the Tights and Fights podcast every week. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. And your old-timey radio. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just gotta share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't, rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. 
It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Blair Skin Simi, wiki feet celebrity, I think. Art LeBeau is the local celebrity I want to be. You know, but you know mm. Art LeBeau, right, Jordan? You're a Southern Californian. Rings, rings a bell. He's like, he. I think he recently passed away. He definitely retired about five years ago when he was like 84 or something like that. But for like 40 years, he hosted the late night dedication show on a pop station here. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, it's sort of in like 1980, it kind of locked into low rider oldies and never changed. Right. And so, I mean, that's my dream. Just to just to play, play rock and roll gangster <laughs> once an hour. Oh, God, I would love to play rock and roll gangster. Oh, what a great tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Low rider oldies. The other day, I just... uh I was driving my I was driving my Volvo station wagon and I just said, "Hey Siri, play Lowrider Oldies." And I played a compilation of Lowrider Oldies. It was great. It was tremendous. What was great about it was that some of the Lowrider Oldies were like from 1996 and they just had been composed for this album of Lowrider Oldies. It was great. Loved every moment of it. I was using Pandora on my TV not too long ago. You know, you put in put in a song, creates a little playlist for you, and then it flashes the album covers. And I had put in some song that was kind of like adjacent to that. It wasn't rock and roll gangster, but like, you know, maybe it was cameo or something. And so, you know, Pandora finds the finds the algorithm and plays songs similar to that. And I was getting a nice little drip of those types of songs, but it was pulling them from lowrider compilations. So all the album art it was flashing on screen was like women in thongs with huge butts. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Nice little bonus. Sorry, like Pachucos in their drapes. This is all, (laughs) this is all wide tanks. Little treat. Yeah. I was driving to the flea market this morning and I saw a poster for a concert that was Joe Batan and the Delphonics. And I truly came close to canceling this recording so that I could go see this low rider oldie concert and just be this one 40 year old white guy in a sea of 65 year old car guys. <laughs> Latino car guys. God, I would love that. That's the life I want. Just to outline my lipstick. Well, you're here. Blair and I would have had a great time by ourselves. Yeah. We wouldn't have gotten the Cumbler talk. That's off, true. So. That's true. I think we would have gotten there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a monkey on a keyboard. No yeah. one has identified what the Cumbler is actually called. It might be called a brickle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. It's not a regular. It has a funny name. I think it's from Texas and it's usually made with strawberries. Okay, that's all. That's all. I just somebody knows what it's called, but they're not in the chat, so we're fucked. Blair Erskine is on Twitter at Blair Erskine, where she posts her genuinely fantastically hilarious satirical videos. Not always, but often political. 
if there is a Karen in the news, Blair Erskine is there to give him the business <laughs> and other things. Uh, Blair is so fucking funny. Uh, her videos Thank are so you. fucking funny. And of course, she works on the Jimmy Kimmel program along with uh, past guest Louis Vertel. Yes. And uh, who, Jesse, Jesse Joyce, Joyce, Brian Cook, a lot, lot of former, yes. lot of former JJ Go guests working on that thing. The best guys. I love those those dudes. Oh. Sometimes guys are okay. Yeah. Sometimes they're looking for four toes on wiki feet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay too. And you know what? And that's okay. We don't listen. If you, Joey, if, if you're listening, if you're out there cranking it to a bunch of meaty mashers. <laughs> Can I tell you? That is okay. We love it as long as you're blasting. <laughs> I knew that there would be photographs on WikiFeet, so I don't want to be disingenuous here. But I had never visited WikiFeet because uh, I'm a different kind of nasty freak. And <laughs> I never visited WikiFeet, and I was disappointed there was no text. In my mind, it was like Wikipedia where there was a lot of context for the photographs. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then it's just like one blurry photograph taken at a con or whatever. Sure. Why did they stop at feed? Why isn't it Wikipedia? Yeah. That's a really good oh, point, yeah. Blair. Huh. It's like right there. It's right there. Yeah. God damn it. Well, I've got to fix it. You know what I'll be doing for the rest of the evening? Anyone can fix it. Anyone <laughs> Writing could... my congressman right now. Anyone can edit it, though. So That's yeah. true. It's also true. Uh, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer. Valerie Moffat is on the stream. If you want to watch the show live, you can if you subscribe to the Max Fun YouTube channel. By the way, coming up on the Max Fun YouTube channel, Jordan, mm -hmm. an entire live Jordan Jesse Go performance from Max FunCon. Oh my God. Yes, that's right. Who were our oh guests on that program? Matt Ricardo, Kim Clark. Who else? Oh, uh, JJ Go Legend, Chris Fairbanks, of course. Blaine, Cardo uh, uh, Blaine Cardoza. Blaine that's, a, that's a Casper Hauser character, Jordan. <laughs> yes. Blaine Capatch. Blaine Capatch. Uh, no, Blaine, Blaine, Blaine wasn't. Blaine, Blaine didn't Blaine. make it on camera? No. Uh. Oh, Ben Harrison. We had Ben Harrison on there. Yeah, the gang from uh, Maximum Film. Really, really fun live show for Max FunCon. And if you want to look at that, while you listen to that, Maximum Fun, the YouTube channel. Yeah, subscribe. go subscribe to that shit. Don't fucking miss it, dude. Come on, lady. Get your act together. Come on, person <laughs> with a different gender identity. Subscribe to the Max Fun YouTube channel. Don't fuck this up for yourself. A lot of people think only dudes can fuck this up for themselves, but... Everyone can fuck it up. Anyone can. It doesn't really matter what your gender identity is when it comes to fucking this up for yourself by not subscribing <laughs> to the Max Fun YouTube channel. Yeah, you're all a bunch of losers. <laughs> all of you. You're all losers. <laughs> oh, Jordan. It's, it's funny because we're the losers. <laughs> They're all winners. They're all doing things with their lives. 206-9844-FUN. JJ, go at MaximumFun.org. You can chat about this show on Reddit at MaximumFun.reddit.com. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, where we post new shows and, you know, we'll probably post this picture of this weird fucking creepy, vacant-eyed Pikachu that Jordan wants to bone. I mean, I mean, I also want to love it. <laughs> Why is it just about boning? I also want to fall in love with it. Okay, there could be some snuggles in there, too. Yeah, and maybe we'd just like, I don't know, binge watch Bridgerton or something. There are many <laughs> types of intimacy. One of them yeah. is binge-watching Bridgerton. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Maybe you'll binge-watch House of Cards, the original binge, 
Sure. Yeah. That probably holds up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, yes, I'm sure in 2022, <laughs> watching House <laughs> of Cards is more fun than ever. <laughs> Nothing has turned sour there. Yes. Then we'll do all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> <laughs> the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, those are about like democracy falling apart, right? Uh, I don't know. I think that's why we got to watch them. No, they weren't. It's probably just House of Cards. Yeah. You know what? We're classy. Let's binge Borgen. Let's all watch Borgen. <laughs> What's Borgen? Borgen is a Northern European political intrigue show that Guy Branham likes. Oh. Guy no, Branham and Kurt Anderson, the smartest past guests in the history of Jordan Jesse Go. Like Borgen. We should just be watching Borgen. Why aren't you look, watching Borgen? Whatever your fucking gender identity is, don't fuck this up for yourself. Turn this off and watch Borgen. Jesse, these losers have had enough. <laughs> is it available here? Yeah. Borgen? Yeah, it's Borgen. Watch Borgen, Blair. I don't know if it's, it's on I'm Netflix. dying thinking about someone like waking up from a coma and watching House of Cards and being like, what's Kevin Spacey up to lately and Googling it? Oh, no. <laughs> he looks great. Oh, <laughs> no. Why isn't anyone casting him anymore? Oh, <laughs> he's only in direct-to-video action movies made in Europe. <laughs> okay. That's all, I think. Uh, our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Sorry, Sarah from Sarah and No Name. I don't mean to throw you under the bus. You always did a great job hosting the show. Would have been a hassle if the interns were always trying to talk to you when you were prepping for nope, the show. Nope, you waited too long. You, you waited too long. Job. She hates you already. No. I understand why you fired No Name and rehired Vinny. It's because everybody loved Vinny and no one knows why Vinny left in the first place. But then when you brought him back, it was really nice because everybody loved Sarah and Vinny and they were too little too late, Jesse. Too little too late. Not that I don't like Sarah. No name. You don't like Sarah? How do you feel about no name? Um, I'm I I'm team no name. Okay. Sarah was cooler yeah. than no name. You should know that. Well, she wouldn't let you look her in the eye. That's true. I wrote it down. It was very early <laughs> in the morning. I was having a hard time lifting my eyeballs anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wrote down Cumbler. (laughs) (laughs) Blair, are you Cumbler illiterate? You can only write the word Cumbler. I just write Cumbler over and over again. It's like Jack is a doll boy. It's just Cumbler. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.